0: I recently bought a new iPhone. Now, that's not a brag. I'm not bragging about that fact. But there is a point that comes out of that fact. And the point that I'm trying to make here is that with that purchase, I was given three free months of Apple TV Plus, which I'm assuming everybody who buys an iPhone gets three free months of Apple TV Plus. But I sat on that offer for quite a while because there there wasn't anything about Apple TV Plus that really excited me, frankly. I had been seeing commercials and whatnot on YouTube and places about the various original movies and TV shows that were on Apple TV Plus. And my thought was, I have too much to watch already. And frankly, my head was still stuck in that streaming headspace that seems to feel like if you're going to be a streaming service you need to include movies that were in the theater and TV shows that were on you know the the big networks and whatnot and this didn't apple tv plus seems to be all original content and i just thought it was kind of weird but then i saw a commercial for a new tom hanks movie and it looked really good tom hanks builds a robot It's post-apocalyptic. It looked really cool. And I see that it's going to premiere on Apple TV+. Plus. So I checked my little offer and found out that I still had time to cash that in. And so I did just that. And so then I figured, well, I got this service. Let me check out what all is on it. And before I watched this Tom Hanks movie, which is called Finch, I watched a show called Invasion, which apparently is about a... Alien Invasion, though, to be honest with you, at the time that I'm recording this, I think there are five episodes up, and we really haven't seen much of the aliens. It's a very slow invasion. It's an interesting show. It's got me slightly hooked. I'm going to keep watching it, but I find that for a show called Invasion, there's really not a lot of invading going on so far. After that, I wound up watching the Movie Finch with Tom Hanks which I really loved maybe I will spend an episode talking about that at some point. And then I watched The Beastie Boys story which is there on the Apple TV Plus which was quite enjoyable. Well after I had watched all that, I sat down two nights ago and thought, "You know what? I want to give this I want to give this Ted Lasso show a try because I'm a big fan of Jason Sudeikis. I like British stuff and this is set in in Britain, the UK. I love the English people, so why not give it a try and ended up binging the entire first season, which technically is only 10 episodes, but they're a little over 30 minutes of pop. Binged the first season over the last two nights and uh frankly, I really want to talk about it. So that's what we're going to do today on the Streaming Fool. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Streaming Fool. I'm your host, Steven. And hey, I got nothing clever to say this time, folks. No little joke at the top. I just want to talk about this show because I finished watching it, at least season one anyway, and found it utterly delightful. I fell in love with this freaking show. The first season, again, I've only watched the first 10 episodes, season one, But I have fallen in love with it. If you're not aware, let me give you the 411 as reported here on the Wikipedia. Ted Lasso is an American sports comedy drama streaming television series. That is a frickin' mouthful. Sports comedy drama streaming television series. Developed by Jason Sudeikis, Bill Lawrence, Brendan Hunt, and Joe Kelly. Based on a character of the same name that Sudeikis first portrayed in a series of promos for NBC Sports coverage of the Premier League. The series follows Ted Lasso, an American college football coach who was hired to coach an English soccer team in an attempt by its owner to spite her ex-husband. Lasso tries to win over the skeptical English market with his folksy, optimistic demeanor while dealing with his inexperience in the sport. The first season of 10 episodes premiered on Apple TV Plus on August 14th, 2020, with three episodes followed by weekly installments. The second season has 12 episodes. It premiered on July 23rd, 2021. Hey, that's my birthday. And then in October 2020, it was announced that the series was renewed for a third season. This is October 2020. That seems weird that they would renew it for a third season before the second season had premiered. But, you know, stuff like that happens all the time. The series has received critical acclaim, with particular praise for its performances, writing, and uplifting tone and theme. So, yeah, this is a, a very enjoyable show. I found it absolutely delightful. I mean, first of all, you've got this character that Jason Sudeikis plays, Ted Lasso. He's from the great state of Kansas. And I say that... With a bit of sarcasm, I too live in the great state of Kansas, so automatically there's a little bit of a connection there for me. He coached a college football team for Wichita State, which is just a few hours away from me. He took a team that was horrible, and within a year, within one season, turned them into champions, and then this this woman, Rebecca Welton, hires him to manage this english football team or as we call it in america soccer now he agrees to do this we find out at some point during the first season because he is having marital issues his the the the, the couples counselor suggested that he provide his wife with a bit of space then he thought well i will go to freaking england and coach a freaking soccer team that will be plenty of space for her to help try to work out these problems that they're having. Spoilers, of course, if you're listening to this and you have not watched Ted Lasso, there will be some spoilers. I'm not going to try to spoil everything in the first season in case you do want to give it a try. But he's dealing with this, the, the marital issues with his wife. They've got a son together. They do come to visit him at some point. And it's kind of an amicable split that they have. These two people, this... uh. Ted and his wife, she's the one that wants the divorce. He doesn't, but he still cares for her and he realizes that he's got to kind of let her go. If he wants her to be happy, it's got to be away from him. And so he's dealing with all that during this first season. At the same time, he's dealing with the fact that he's come to an area of the United Kingdom where he is managing what they refer to as a premium league English football team. I don't know what that means. I don't know a lot about sports in general. I'm not a sports guy, and yet I still found this quite enjoyable. All I know is just what I got from this show, and that there are various leagues of English football. Premier apparently is at the top, and at the end of each season, uh, te- the the worst team, the team that does the, the worst, uh, gets relegated to the league below, which is the championship league. So he's got to deal with that. They're kind of an average team. He knows nothing about the game. He has a assistant coach played by Brendan Hunt. We just know him as Coach Beard. And uh, they come from Kansas to England, and they take over this English football team. And Ted Lasso is a very optimistic Just super freaking nice guy. He's not the kind of coach that comes in and bullies his team. He inspires them. And the way he inspires them is they just, they like him. Not at first. Everybody in this whole organization and in the town who are big fans of this uh, soccer team called AFC Richmond, they all hate him. They don't understand why this hillbilly from America who knows nothing about the sport Has come to manage their team. But throughout this first season, he just, he wins them over because he is just such a super freaking nice guy with a great outlook on life. And it's very hard not to like him unless people like that just annoy you. Now, Rebecca Welton, who's played by Hannah Waddington, she, when this, when the show starts out, it, to me, it was very reminiscent of, the movie Major League. It's been a long time since I've seen Major League, but from what I remember, the, the team is owned by this woman who had just gotten divorced and she got the team in the divorce. She doesn't like baseball. And so her goal is to make the season so terrible and make them the biggest losers in the league that the city will allow her to move the team to another uh city and and sell it off and and get a lot of money. She hates living in Atlanta. She wants to go somewhere else and blah blah blah. Well, this kind of reminded me at that of that at first. But as the show progresses, you know, at first she's trying to sabotage the team and she does various things to sabotage him. She she figures she's hiring this guy from the freaking state of Kansas in America who knows nothing about English football. Obviously, it's going to be a terrible year. Her goal is to just ruin the club. That's that's what they call it. It's an English football club. And uh, the reason why she wants to ruin it is because her ex-husband loves it so much. And they divorced because he was a big cheater. He would sleep around on her. And he he shows up in the show every once in a while. He's quite the jerk. He's played by Anthony Head. His name is Rupert Manning. But Ted eventually wins her over as well. And she becomes... Uh, they, they become very close friends and it's just, oh my gosh, it is such, it's such a good show. There's so many, uh, n- just pessimistic comedies out there anymore where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, and I'm, I may get a lot of argument from this. I may get a lot of pushback cause I did only watch the one episode, but the first show that springs to mind is a show that was on NBC called AP bio. I think it was. And the main character from that show, who I believe was also on the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, for me was so unlikable that I just couldn't watch any more of the show. I didn't understand why you would root for a character like that. And maybe eventually it's one of these shows that, okay, he starts out as a, a drunken jerk who hates people and is mean and is lazy and Doesn't want to help anybody. And maybe the kids in his class helps him open up. But I I didn't want to deal with any of that when that show came out. It's like, I would like to watch something where you want to root for the main character. He's a nice guy. You know, sometimes you want a show like that. And that's exactly what this show is. He is a, just a super, super, Nice guy. I don't know how many times I'm going to say it. He's got a great outlook on life. He's very optimistic. His idea behind coaching, it's he he mentions it a bunch of times in the in the show is that it's not for him it's not about winning or losing. I mean, sure winning is great, but for him the reason why he likes coaching so much is not about the game. It's about connecting with the players and bringing the best of them out. And you don't do that by bullying and yelling and screaming. You you know, he does it through kindness and friendliness and friendship and and uh, respect. And it's a really I think it's a really good message. It's a really good show. I'm looking forward to watching season two. I'm not going to tell you how this season ends, but I will say that it did not end the way I thought it would. That's all I'm going to say. Now, there's some great characters in this show, Leslie Higgins. I'm going through the the cast list here on Wikipedia. Leslie Higgins is the director of football operations, and he's basically Rebecca Welton's toady. He's really great. He starts out as kind of her little, well, her little toady. He helps her in her schemes, but then he becomes, you know, one of Ted's good friends, uh, Jamie Tart, who is a uh, basically an all star, freaking superstar football. English football player on the team, but he of course has a, an enormous ego and he's very hard to control. Uh, Roy Kent is probably one of my favorite characters on this show. He is a, he's been in the league for a long time. He's probably near retirement age at this point, And he's just really angry and honest. He, he will tell you the truth 10 out of 10 times and he yells a lot, and he breaks things, and he—he's—it's like he's the opposite of Ted. Whereas Ted is always happy and outgoing, uh, Roy is is always angry and yet outgoing about it. He's not—he's not fake. He's not exactly negative. He's just angry and in your face, and uh, and I really like him about that. Uh, Coach Beard, we've already talked about. He's—he's he's, uh, Ted's assistant. He comes with him. From Kansas. He helped him coach the uh Wichita State team. He's the he's the assistant coach and friend. Uh Nathan Shelley. He is played by uh Nick Muhammad. He is uh they call him a kit manager. Again, I don't know what that is, but it, it sounds like he's kind of like the top the towel boy. And uh he is very uh he he lacks <laughs> he has no confidence at all. He's very nervous all the time, he stutters a lot. But he ends up just it it just the the characters are great. Keely Jones, played by Juno Temple. She is uh, Jamie Tart's girlfriend at the beginning of this show. And it's actually a combination of her and Ted that kind of bring Rebecca around. You know, Rebecca is very bitter and upset and angry. And she wants to punish everybody around her because of what happened with her and her ex-husband. But between Keely and Ted... She kind of realizes that, uh, you know, life doesn't have to be like that. She can have friends. She can have fun. You know, there are good things. She's not she's not uh, she's not over the hill. She's not done with her time on this world is not over because of what happened with the divorce. Um, I didn't mention that the some of the folks who are playing some of these characters, Leslie Higgins, the director of football operations, is played by Jeremy Swift. Jamie Tart is played by Phil Dunster and Roy Kent is played by Brett Goldstein. But that's the main cast. There's other football players, you know, other team members who are great uh, that have little moments throughout the show that just make help make the show what it is. It's just it's one of these shows that again, it's a very optimistic show. It's it's all about kindness. I think Jason Sudeikis recently hosted Saturday Night Live, and I think he said something during during his open mono, opening monologue that was like, "If you don't like soccer or kindness." or if you don't like either soccer or kindness this show is not for you and that's that's what the show is about it's about being kind to each other and being uh open-minded and optimistic and and uh, not just not being so darn negative all the time and and it was it apparently it's something that a lot of people needed during, you know, 2020 which was not a great year, it was a breath of fresh air to get a show like this. Um and I'm freaking looking forward to watching season 2 and I will probably talk about that as well. Um, There's just, there's just really great moments in the show. Like as soon as he arrives in England uh, the next morning, he goes into, you know, he arrives in England, he gets his, uh, he gets his, his, his uh, flat. And the next morning he has to get up and he has to go meet the boss. And he takes a little, a quick tour around the club. And then immediately he's thrown into a press room to answer questions from the English press. And there's a particular guy played by James Lance. His name is Trent Krim. Trent Krim Trent from The Independent. And there's just a lot of really good moments between Ted and these reporters and how every, again, everybody hates him at first. And throughout the season, he just, he wins everybody over. There's, there's three reoccurring characters that hang out at a local pub that he goes to. Uh, who also hate him at first, and by the end of the show, they still—they're like. I think one of them says to him at one point, "They're like, you did your best. Your best wasn't great, but you did your best." And and they kind of respect that about him. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say about this show. I, I would recommend this to anybody. It is TV mature. There is a lot of cursing in it, uh, which you're gonna have if you're gonna have a show set in England. the the The, the folks over there like to like to say their colorful language. And uh, Ted doesn't, you know. I, I at one point, it wasn't until halfway through the the tenth episode that I realized Ted doesn't curse, doesn't curse at all. He says "heck," I think once or twice, but there's no cursing going on. And uh, he's just an adorable, loving, delightful character who, again, I fell in love with, and I found myself in tears a couple of times in this show as as he's trying to deal with his, the issues with his wife and the pending divorce. Um, he has a panic attack at one point that, that Jason Sudeikis just nailed. It just really, it, it really, uh, really kind of freaked me out a bit. I've, I've almost, I've almost been there. Not quite the way he is. He has, you know, I've, I've been close to having panic attacks like that in my life, but his, his, you know, I just, I couldn't imagine having, having a, a reaction like that to something happening in life. And then, uh, the final episode, just again, In tears, a number of times, uh, cheering a number of times, laughing out loud, annoying the rest of the house, laughing so hard. Uh, This is now one of my all time favorite shows. So, yeah, if you have a chance to uh, check it out, I would highly recommend it. Until then, folks, we'll get back to Only Murders in the Building on the next episode. But until then, my name is Steven, and I'm the streaming fool. Have a good one. <laughs> that was dumb.